Hello all and welcome to Sit a Spell. I'm your host, Jocelyn McRae, and you are currently listening this, to this podcast through my new microphone. I posted about this already on social media, but I just wanted to reiterate how excited I am about this new edition, and I hope y'all hear and enjoy the new and improved sound. I do want to give my husband, David, a huge shout out because <laughs> I have had a really difficult time figuring out how to connect a brand new microphone with pretty old hardware. My laptop wasn't working and then my desktop was too loud. And so David really came through and helped me with the technical end of things. So thanks, babe. Appreciate it. Now, I wanted to provide a little bit of context for this episode. Today, I will be presenting a creation story from the Taino people of the Caribbean. This area includes Puerto Rico, Haiti, the Dominican Republic, Cuba, and Jamaica. The Taino were principal inhabitants of these lands until about the late 15th century when Europeans invaded and colonized. For those of you who don't know necessarily what colonization is, and I guess as a reminder for those of you who do, the results of this contact were irrevocably detrimental to the indigenous people. Uh, thousands of lives were lost and lands were overtaken by colonizers. As a result of the genocide, enormous amounts of Taino culture, art, and oral legends were watered down, convoluted, displaced, and in many cases lost forever. With all of that being said, it was difficult to find resources that I felt were reliable enough to corroborate the accuracy of the creation story, so I chose one that had the most information um, while cross-referencing multiple resources, of course. So if anyone who is listening has any recommendations for better resources or has a more accurate um, set of information about these, this story, I would be really grateful to hear from you. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook and Twitter at Sit a Spell Folklore and Mythology or on Instagram at Sit a Spell Podcast. Come on in and sit a spell. It's story time. At the beginning, there was only Atabe, sometimes also referred to as Yaya. Atabe was the supreme creator Sumi, or ancestral spirit. As such, she was responsible for the birth of herself in the void before the earth. Atabe was used to the dark solitude of the universe she existed in, and so for a long time she didn't really notice the emptiness that surrounded her. Cosmic entities and earth were lightless and barren. Eventually, Atabe decided to create two spirits from the intangible, energetic elements within her. The pair were twins, named Yukahu and Guacar. Atabe now felt secure that her legacy could live on in the hands of her sons, and therefore she left them in charge of further creation. 
Yukahu took over as a masculine creation sumi. Where his mother was the creator of the primordial waters, Yukahu became the architect of the earth and rainforests. He awoke the earth from its slumber, creating lands with hills, mountains, and lowlands. During this process, caves were formed, and two sumis emerged from one of them. Boinael was the sumi of the sun, while Mairoya was the sumi of the moon. Each were tasked with illuminating the newly created world both day and night. Yukahu was satisfied that the earth would never again lay shrouded beneath a blanket of darkness. Impressed with her son's work, Atabe fervently favored Yukahu over his twin brother, Bokar. She seemed to only see the creations his brother made, while ignoring Guacar's development of multiple cave systems. He was also responsible for all of the rocks, minerals, crystals, and precious metals beneath the Earth's crust. Guacar had lost his patience. In a fit of jealous rage, he banished himself to the heavens, never to return to the Earth realm again. Meanwhile, Yukahu was proud of what he had done, but quickly grew bored. He roamed the lands he created and happened upon four precious gemstones lodged into the ground. He scooped these gems up and converted them into celestial beings called Koromo, Rakuno, Sobako, and Achinao. He threw these shining beings into the sky, creating the stars above. His passion reignited. Yokahu began creating even more. He next made animals and fashioned ecosystems for them all, teaching them how to live off of the land given by him. Yet in all of this excitement, he still realized that there was something missing. Yokahu pondered what that could possibly be for a very long time. He craved an entity which was new, neither a sumi nor an animal. It finally dawned on him, and just as the thought escaped his lips, the very first humans emerged from Kasi Bahagwa Cave. The first man to walk out of the cave was called Lokuo, and was said to have wandered the earth full of joy and gratitude for the gift of life bestowed upon him and his kind. Yokahu felt that the earth was finally complete, and therefore he took his leave balance had been achieved at last. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. This story was probably one of the most challenging research endeavors thus far. Um, just because of the problematic nature of lots of things being lost in translation due to colonization hundreds of years ago, um, the effects are definitely still seen today. So that's important to keep in mind. Um, I, at the same time, felt really excited about this research because I have Puerto Rican, Haitian, and Dominican Taino ancestry. So this was pretty fascinating for me to learn a little bit more about where I come from. Um, and yeah, I'm honored to be able to do this. 
You can now follow Citispell on Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify, Anchor, and Stitcher. Don't worry, Apple users. I'm working on making it playable on Apple Podcasts also, and I will definitely keep you updated. Remember that new episodes drop every Wednesday at 5 a.m., so until then, y'all come back now.